Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 175. I'm your host, Emily Aries, the founder and CEO of Bossed Up. Today's episode is going to be a little off the cuff because frankly, I'm behind (laughs) and there's just a lot happening. I think I alluded to on previous podcasts recently that we are navigating some exciting changes here at Bossed Up and that is a lot. (laughs) It's just a lot of work and I can't wait to share with y'all some new and exciting things we're going to be offering soon. One of those things that I really want to do more of in 2020 is helping folks by coaching them through the job search in particular. I think a lot of the women in our community, and frankly, you tell me what you think, because actually, if you haven't already, make sure to take the Bossed Up Community Survey, which closes tomorrow, Friday, because a lot of you all are telling me what you think and what you want and what you need through that survey. So I'll make sure to drop a link to that in today's show notes. We've hosted a survey almost every year. And this year we have over 500 people weighing in already. And as I mentioned on prior episodes, when I announced the survey as a thank you for your sharing your goals and aspirations and your hopes and dreams for the new year. We're gifting one lucky survey taker, a hundred dollar gift card and a hundred dollar gift to give. So she'll get to decide which charity or whatever cause of her choice we donate a hundred dollars to as well. So make sure to fill out that survey. But I have this inkling that a lot of the women in our community, because I've heard from y'all at boot camp and through the podcast and online in our courage community are at the stage in our careers where we're navigating kind of next level career transition, next level job searches. I mean, this doesn't speak for all of us, but I think a lot of us are no longer just fleeing a bad situation, but we want to run towards a really great situation. So being choosy, being deliberate, being mindful and being strategic with how we employ our job searches is going to be really important. And I'd love to do more coaching on that directly. So stay tuned for more details on opportunities for that in the new year. And I was actually inspired by one of my coaching clients. I very, I take on very, 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 very few individual coaching clients right now, but I do. I have for a long time now, quietly. I was on the phone with one of them today and was reminded of just how mentally challenging it can be at pretty much any stage in your career, but especially for those mid-career women who are already pretty good at what they do to ask for help from others when you're navigating a job search or a career change of any kind. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about that little sneaking feeling that can creep in and can really hamper your productivity that makes you feel like you're being a burden on other people. 
So I wanted to speak to if you've ever felt like, well, I don't want to pester someone else. I don't want to be a bother. I don't want to follow up because I don't want to come across as desperate or annoying or awkward. I hear that word a lot these days. It's like, oh, it seems like it'd be so awkward for me to ask for their help. And there are three things I want you to keep in mind if you struggle with that, because on my coaching call today, I heard this very talented, hardworking, wonderful woman say, I don't want to be a burden. And I thought to myself, and I said to her, I just want to echo back what you just said. You know, do you really feel like you're a burden? on this person. No, of course not. It's just your insecurity talking. You know, it's just this sort of like this worthiness question in the back of our minds. If we don't truly and deeply preserve a sense of worthiness, that we are worthy of love and belonging and care and self-care, it's really hard to show up in the world and demand it right? If we don't believe truly and completely we are worthy, it's hard to expect to be treated as such. So these are three challenges I have for you today for practicing how to get past feeling like a burden. If you're in a job search or you're in a career sort of leveling up stage in your life where you're trying to ask for other people's support, one is thank the people who are helping you. Thank them early, thank them often, thank them before they've even done anything for you. Instead of leading with, I'm so sorry to bug you, but would you be willing to hop on the phone with me? Instead, resist the temptation to apologize by leading with gratitude, by saying, thank you so much for being willing to chat with me. You know, if someone casually says to you in an informational interview, you know, I've been where you are. If you find that you're in the application process for any of these nonprofits, let me know and I will happily put in a good word for you. Instead of thinking, wow, that's so much. That's so great. I, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I don't want to be a burden or I don't want to overextend yourself. I don't want to be a pest. Just immediately flip that to, wow, thank you so much for that kind offer. So that even if you're not thanking them for something they've done, but something they've offered to do, tell the part of your insecurity in your brain that's saying you're not worthy, you know, you're being a pest to say instead, wow, thank you for your willingness to support me. Leading with gratitude when you're tempted to apologize can help serve the same purpose, really, but does so in a way that doesn't come across as you having low self-worth or not having confidence in what you're asking for. So another way to think about it is oftentimes I get the question, and this I think this has come up in past episodes I've done on email etiquette, but I'll get someone who emails me within like five hours or like within 24 hours and says, I'm so sorry for the delay. And I'm like, if you return an email message, anything less than a week after I sent it, you don't have to apologize for the delay. Thank them for their patience. So when I hop on a call a minute or two late, I say, wow, you know, it's been one of those days I'm running from call to call, meeting to meeting. Thanks so much for your patience. And it can go a long way in helping assuage your underlying insecurity, but still coming across as grateful and not over apologetic. 
The second thing to keep in mind, especially when you're asking for help from a mentor or in the job search and you're struggling with feeling like being a burden is to really work on your own mindset first. I have found in the past having a mantra has been really helpful. And honestly, there's a part of me, the research driven part of me that was like mantras cannot be legit, right? They, they're just, they sound like very woo woo, but they're not. There's actually solid evidence that's shown if you have a word or a phrase that you find kind of recenters you or reminds you of your underlying intention, posting it somewhere you see it or saying it multiple times to yourself before doing something really outside your comfort zone can in fact help calm your underlying anxiety and get your mindset on your side. So for me, one mantra that has really helped me in the past is the mantra, I deserve to serve and to be served. I deserve to serve and to be served. Maybe it's just as simple as I am worthy. I am worthy. I am worthy. I am worthy. What is it you need to say to yourself to get your mindset out of the anxiety riddled? uh, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this really important person is going out of their way to do something nice for me. I'm so, you know, that like cringy, wow, I can't even believe they're spending time on me. I'm not worth it that underlying lack of worthiness that I feel like I've been there myself before. We've all been there before feeling like we're not deserving of someone else's support. It's a skill set like that's practiced. Getting to being your own champion doesn't happen overnight. So I think part of it also comes from none of us want to come across as entitled. (laughs) This was a big thing with the millennial generation, especially coming across as entitled, which by the way, I think that happens. I think entitlement shows up in all kinds of generations. So I think that's a false reputation with millennials. But I want us to to push back on entitlement and think, you know, I don't feel entitled to your support and love and belonging and care, but I do feel worthy of it. And there's a slight difference, right? Entitlement versus worthiness. If we can celebrate feeling worthy, especially if you struggle with not wanting to come across as entitled, flip it to a different word, flip it to a different intention of worthiness. And I'm trying to think about what is the real difference between those two, right? Entitled means you feel like the world owes you something. You have a chip on your shoulder. Worthiness is that sensation of, you know, the world doesn't owe you, but you, if you get it, are fully deserving of it. And even if the world doesn't give it to you every day in every instance, that doesn't detract from your belief that you are worthy of whatever it is, of support, of safety, of sustainability, of love and belonging. I say love and belonging a lot because Brene Brown talks about this a lot. And frankly, if you want to work more on worthiness and feeling a strong sense of self-worth, see Brene Brown and all of her excellent work on that. But at the end of the day, embracing worthiness as a mentality or a mindset that is good to embrace is critically important because if you're in the job search or you're navigating a really tough situation in work or in life and you're asking for help or you're seeking out support, 
the way that you treat yourself and talk about yourself says a lot. So taking that sort of martyr approach, which I write about a lot in my book, Bossed Up, that martyr mindset of, well, it doesn't matter. I'll take one for the team. I can suffer for success. I'm happy to suffer my way through this, you know, for the good of my family or for the good of the cause or for the good of the team. That says a lot about where you're at in your career and in your life and in your leadership. And it's not the best look all the time, right? It's not the most assertive or respected look. Like being the sacrificial lamb and taking one for the team all the time is not the way to portray a strong, confident, capable, and sustainable impression. And who am I to judge, right? It's not about coming across as confident. It's about feeling confident. It's about truly feeling worthy of support when you're asking for it. So spend the time or money or therapy hours or whatever it is in really working on your mindset internally. And then the third thing that I think is an important reminder for anyone on the job search who feels like they're struggling with feeling like I'm being a pest or I don't want to ask too much of someone is to remember that those people's boundaries, like the other people whose who support you're asking for, their boundaries are not yours to set. Their boundaries are not yours to set. If you ask someone for support and they don't get back to you in a week or they get back to you and say, you know, I'm really not able to do that right now. That is their job to set those boundaries. They're setting boundaries, sometimes explicitly by saying, I'm sorry, I don't have time for this right now. I have no bandwidth for that right now. Or sometimes implicitly by just never getting back to you. And that's okay. Like, let them set their boundaries. Don't set them for them by not asking for the help you need. If you need someone's urgent support, but you feel like you've been a pest already and you don't want to follow up with them, let them be the judge of whether or not they can help you urgently. Ask for the help you need. Be ready for those people to either deliver for you and of course lead with gratitude or say no and be the keepers of their own secrets. Let them be the protectors of their own boundaries because to not ask is to engage in potentially needless suffering which just keeps you one step further from making the progress you want to make. So listen, I know this stuff isn't easy. It's all easier said than done. But if you find yourself in the thick of a job search or a career transition or just navigating some big, scary life changes, know that we've all been there. We can all relate to where you're at right now. People generally want to help you. So don't be one of the barriers in between you and the people who want to help you, right? Break down those barriers internally by leading with gratitude, thanking the people who have even offered to help you, working to shift your mindset from one of entitlement to one of worthiness, deep worthiness, which will help, by the way, help you move forward into action instead of spinning your wheels in anxiety and inaction and just sort of becoming a froth of, of feelings instead of making things happen. And finally, let other people set their boundaries. Don't set them for them. If today's episode resonates with you, let me know 
Today I was going a little more unscripted than usual. So I'm curious to hear what you think about this format because I can definitely do more of this. And I should also say that we've got a corresponding blog post available at bossedup.org slash episode 175. I'm packing my bags and headed to LA this weekend for Bossed Up Bootcamp, our final one of the year, which I'm so excited about. And focusing really the remainder of this year on all the new and exciting things that we're offering for you bosses in 2020. So please weigh in in the Bossed Up community survey and let us know how Bossed Up and I can better support you in achieving your goals. If you found today's episode helpful and you know other people would too, go ahead and share today's episode with the women in your world or the men, job seekers, whomever, whatever, gender is a construct, right? Like share this episode with people who you think could use it. And if you found the podcast helpful this year, go ahead and rate and review in Apple Podcasts. It makes a huge difference every time you rate it, every time you leave a review and making sure that this message is heard by others as well. Thanks for always listening, tuning in and uh, let's keep bossing in pursuit of our purpose. So together we can lift as we climb. <laughs>